Hello and welcome to another episode of Fake News, Fighting Against Knowledge Extinction. You're here, of course, with Tom Hand and Ross Field. And today, me and Ross are going to be speaking about gambling after the news that the maximum stake on fixed odd betting terminals will be reduced to £2 under new laws unveiled by the government. Uh, Currently, people can bet up to £100 every 20 seconds on electronic casino games, such as roulette and the likes. Mm. Now, it's it's quite a contentious issue, gambling. Yeah. Just off the bat, you know, what are your initial views on 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 the gambling culture, the modern day gambling culture? So, a, qu- a quick one off. So, just a little heads up. So, when we're talking about fixed odds betting terminals, we're going to be calling them fobs from now on. And you can see these in most high streets. Actually, you've got your Ladbrokes, you've got your, um, you know, Paddy Power. You've got most of your betting um, areas. So. I think this is a really great issue um, to bring up today because I think it's a good catalyst or a good kind of starting point to go down to different kind of avenues of how this affects society. I mean, um, there's some really good issues about the kind of class disparity. Everything can be shown through these kind of, not just gambling, but these machines, the prevalence. Yes, yeah, and uh, I suppose a lot of people listening, whether you gamble or you don't partake, you walk past bookies and, and there's always the machines, as you said yeah. there, like fruit machines, so something mm. that you'd see in pubs. Um, and the big issue for me, I suppose, I'm just going to put my cards on the table. Hey. Um, I've, yeah, no, I didn't even, that was, yeah. un, that was literally not intended. I, I've always hated gambling. Mm. No, no personal reasons. I think a lot of people who hate gambling then might have had you know family issues with yep. gambling. That's not my case. My my father's never gambled. Mother's never gambled, etc. I've just always hated the idea of gambling. I think these big big companies are preying on people's mm. vulnerabilities uh, and certain people's weaknesses. Some people are addicts, uh, addicted to making money, addicted to the thrill of uh, betting and putting your money on the line. And I think these mega, these multi-billion-pound corporations are preying on people. And it's hope. It, it, it's hope. the hope because you think if I win this money, my life's going to be so much easier. I can desperation. It is desperation. People in desperate times, uh, and we'll get into this. Why you find these so many? It's so prevalent in kind of lower socioeconomic places because people think I can meet. I if I win that lottery. You know, I've made it. Uh, yeah. All my life is going to be so much easier and I'll be happy. Mm. Happiness. They're chasing happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Class disparity for me. Uh, I mean, I just want to highlight that. You mentioned it a minute ago mm. as well. I think it's absolutely disgusting. So, you know, I always use this example uh, in reference to gambling. I live in quite a middle class area mm-hmm. in northwest London. There is lovely home. Lovely home. Mm. There is one gambling shop. There's one. I believe it is a um, Coral. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. I, I never go in it, obviously. Um, one in West Hampstead. Yeah. You literally walk five minutes down the road to Cricklewood mm-hmm. slash Kilburn. I shit you not, every other shop, there's a little stretch yeah. and every other shop is a gambling shop. You've got like a Paddy Power, Bet365, uh, sorry, Bet Fred, yeah. Coral, um, all these other kind of things. And you just think to yourself, it's so obvious who what market and, they're targeting. And in between it would be, uh, so I've lived in kind of rougher areas and it was a betting shop fast food shop yeah then it would be betting shop porn brokers porn it, yeah, brokers very interesting betting Pubs, shop shove a pub in there for pub, good measure bank um cash for gold yeah you know and so what have you got there you've got outlets away from kind of yeah it's just feeding instant 
desire. You've got booze, you've got gambling, you've got kind of unhealthy food. People won't say that same thing, but you know, it stems obesity and it's yeah. just the kind of quick fix. Instant of... gratification. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. So you've put your card on the table. Um, I've, I, I enjoy gambling. I, I don't do it very often. Um, I do it very rarely. I mean, I've, I've been to the horse race with friends. I've never put on a lot of money and I've never lost, really. What what would be a big bet for you as someone who's who's a kind of occasional, so say a social gambler? Like what would be a big bet for you? I, I put £10 on a something was thought as a sure thing horse and I was terrified. Mm. And that's, but that I, would, I was very careful. I went in with £20. I have a technique where I went in with £20 cash. I would take no more. I've never had a problem. And whatever I'd won, I'd, I was up some money. So I said, hey, like, this is what happens. I've, I've made back my 20. I've got this much. End of the day, I'll put this bet on. But I've never, I've always seen it very objectively. I go, I need to have a little gamble to make this fun. You know, that sort of mm. event. And I've been to a casino and two pound bets or something. Yeah. So I've never really flurried in it very much. But I've enjoyed it when I've done it. And I've always, I've never really been in there all day. I've, I've played it a little bit. And, you know, you do get the kind of your heart palpitation. You do feel a bit sweaty. You're like, I do, I do want to win this. Yeah. And a bit anger when your money is taken. But is it the thrill? It, it, it's enjoy? definitely a thrill. I, I very much enjoy that. And also, but like I said, it's always been at a casino. So mm. I've had a face to face. This is one of the things they said. So if I sit down to play roulette, I sit down and I say hello to people at the table or something. And... It takes that much longer for, all, say, all bets are placed than the actual spinning. So it'll be rather than this 20 seconds, they say. You can lose £100 in 20 seconds. Mm. The whole thing in uh, roulette will take about two minutes or so for them to set the bets. Mm. Uh, and also, these these people who work, who are the staff behind their roulette wheels, can normally go, if they're, if they're well-trained and they've got experience, they can go, I think you've... You've had enough. You, yeah. So they, they know because they say in Vegas they don't want people losing their house. That's just yeah. bad business. They'll go, I think you're betting more than you mm. can actually afford mm. to bet. So ease off a little bit. Maybe maybe go away, have a sleep, come back later. Mm. I mean, yeah, I've I've had friends who've worked in uh, betting shops. Mm. And well, one, my, my best friend worked in the betting shop for years. And you can self ban yourself yes yes uh, that's what i've seen a few documentaries they go yeah. down to their local ones and they say i want to self it's kind of um self-isolate or something yeah. like this. you sign a form and say basically do not do not me. let me in here but the problem with that is that you have to get to a certain stage before that happens and also itself and if you don't want to do it obviously if you're a gambling addict you don't want it you want to keep gambling you well, want to keep going to your local bookies and putting bets on electronic horses or well, rabbits or whatever well, the hell you're betting on that's the bookies so we talked about the bookies but now you've got internet gambling so internet you can gambling. even pay it on your phone and it's 24 7 you don't have to wait for the bookies yeah. to open you can go you can people... do it whenever and i suppose that's that's one thing that i really hate and i've whenever i watch football i always make the same point it probably gets very boring to whoever i'm watching the football with I say this is just like back in the 70s and 80s when they'd advertise camel cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, they still advertise beer now, but I think mm. that'll be a thing, you know, in the near future yeah. that'll stop. But throwing gambling in your face. And, you know, my big problem is they put such a friendly face on gambling. It's, yeah. It is yeah. almost like the old Ronald McDonald complex of, saying, hey, there's a funny clown. Come to McDonald's. It's such oh, a good vibe. There's the attractive girl and everything's yeah. going to be great. Like, and a, a sports car. Oh, mate, that's... I won those things. It's, you it's, know? It's, it's textbook propaganda. I remember mm. Russell Brand once said, in, in reference to Coca-Cola, he said, you wouldn't fancy a Coca-Cola if there was a, a homeless man wiping his ass while drinking a Coke. Yeah. You wouldn't really fancy one. But then you put a scantily clad woman yeah. having a nice can of Coke, you know, a refreshing can of Coke. But anyway, look, that's a new issue. But it's this. But then she could do anything. And the, yeah, she could exactly. Be wearing a potato sack and you'd be like, yeah. I want to buy that potato yeah, exactly. sack or, or a sled or so like that. That is just, it's textbook kind of propaganda. But, but then the thing, so I, I follow Paddy Power on mm. Twitter and they have this real and Snapchat as well because I find them quite funny. They they do have some funny. They they got a good and, and they put brilliant. Ad, yeah, but it, it's it's got this very sinister undertone. I've always thought mm. that. So it's very. Let's send that funny tweet about this football game we're watching. Yeah. People laugh and retweet. It. People watch our Snapchat stories going to the horses. It's all fun and games. But there's such a sinister mm. undertone to it. We want your money. Offers. We, Offers, offers yeah, are terrible. Kind of drag you in, and then you've got like Chris Kamara again. I think it's yeah, Bet Fred funny. running up and down. Ah, this is so fun. Betting is fun. If you yeah. partake in betting, you're a fun person. You're enjoying the sport. Yeah, yeah. But it's such a sinister undertone. But this is um, the thing. So we, we'll get back to fops because that's gambling yes. in general and sports. You know, sports they can sell it as more of a social side. Because I mean, I, don't get me wrong. If I was going to a game, I'd put a small gamble on. Okay. I would uh, I would think that would increase but like nothing that I couldn't afford. A few pounds say, here a and few there. A few pounds. Uh, just to, you know, as friends you can go nothing that you're going to go you're kind of ripping this your yeah. seat in front of you. Mm. If I lose this I'm in trouble. Just a little flurry and then you go, "Oh, I'm, I won. If I lost, it doesn't matter. We mm. still had a great day." But um these fobs mm. what they they've been described as the crack cocaine of gambling. Oh yeah, yeah. Because what it is more than anything, any other addiction, is a lonely addiction. Mm. People feel ashamed if they've lost, they don't want to talk to anyone about it. Mm. You know, but it's them sat at this machine. But if you think about that, a hundred pounds can go in twenty seconds. Yeah. But so now I think they wanted to change it to fifty and now the the cultural secretary Matt Matt Hannock is making a real stand and he's saying two pounds. Mm. It's dramatic. Hundred pounds, two pounds. That is a huge step. That's losing a car in. Yeah, a, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. You know, and these are the people who cannot afford it. But I mean, the thing is, I mean, there is a problem here though, and that mm. is, there, there's the stereotype that all of the people who play on these fob machines in uh, in betting shops, they're all addicted. But now that's not true. No. There are the forgotten people who sometimes enjoy going to play these games. They they haven't got an addiction. They they enjoy going to uh, betting shops and playing on a fob machine. Yeah. Now these are forgotten. These are the people that this is going to really annoy because yeah. it's going to be why are you killing my fun? Because and this is a bad bad turn of phrase. Bad eggs. You know. Yeah. There are a few bad eggs. Yeah. Exactly. I, you know, I think the, they say half a million prop, uh, problem gamblers in the yeah. UK. Whereas there are millions of others, I imagine, who just enjoy gambling, who do it for fun. I've got loads of friends who just enjoy gambling. Yeah. And they get a kick yeah. out of it, and it's not even the social side of it because I've I've got friends who you know put a bet on by themselves watching football. They're not addicted, but they they get a rush out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, these the, I'm, I'm sure it's the same with these fob machines. Like I say, I've never used one. I never really want to. No. But I'm 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 sure there are people who do it for fun, and they'll be really annoyed that now they can't you know 
spend you know 70 80 quid however much they were spending to get a cheap thrill a cheap kick out of it but just just it, because some people are addicted and it it's depends, a huge problem it depends on your position in the economic stance for some that's mm. a cheap thrill for others a hundred pound is a lot of money that's a day's wages yeah, you know yeah, yeah. in 20 seconds so i like where this argument was going so let's let's st- take the other side let's see what the the gambling industry um is saying for this uh, against kind of this change in regulation so what they say is, um, you know, 21,000 jobs could be cut and 4,000 shops could close. They say this again, I mean, um, and they say bookies could lose more than 200 million pounds on annual profit. And um, from a libertarian stance, so, you know, don't want the government to tell you how to live your life. And I, I subscribe to this viewpoint um, as a grown adult and a well-informed adult, you know, who are the government to tell me? what to do with my money that I've earned. Yeah. It's my money. Um, So that's, I think, some of the core argument that the bookies and Mm. the gambling industry will have. There is that the gambling tax, they're going to lose a lot of money. The government lose a lot of money for the gambling tax. What I was thinking this morning, I was pondering on this, and I've never pondered this before because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm anti-establishment as such, but you know, I'm very sceptical about you know the government's interests. Yeah, is this a form of altruism from the government? They are taking away valuable tax money, gambling tax money. Are they trying to protect uh, vulnerable gambling addicts from falling down a kind of rabbit hole, or or is there a kind of is there an ulterior motive? I think. Um even if it isn't from the purest intention, I've used this line of argument before, um, I think it still helps out. You know, I think, I mean, it's not, let's, let's, let's so it's not just often, you won't just get a single guy gambling, uh, you know, a kind of well-paid job guy who's gambling. It'll often be people with families, you know. Yeah. And this will wreck, it won't just be one person it's affecting, it'll affect, say, a three, five, mm. you know, to five other people in a family. And also, We've seen from some videos online of gamblers' stories, you know, their extended family getting the parents have to give them money and stuff like yeah, this. To, yeah, Because we forget, okay, there's the taxation, but the sheer amount of profit mm. the the gambling industry oh, makes. the amount they're year. turning over, yeah. So what if this was to um, nowhere near, so these people, instead of gambling a whole paycheck or more than they can afford in 20 seconds, it's two pounds. Yeah. To make that same amount, you know, it's your longer period to even go near 100. So they do have the time to go, oh, wait, what am I doing? Yeah. Or it yeah. could get to the point of being boring and you look at yourself and you go, why am I just going against this I machine? Mean, so, and then it yeah. Could, that then, was, yeah, sorry, go on. Sorry, and then it's, um, I think then what it could be is like, you know, people, you know, will spend their money elsewhere on good things mm. and services that no, won't be need to be used. So for, uh, for instance, I think, you know, all this goes hand in hand. It's once again... Drinking that brings on the problems. Mm. Uh, crime. A lot of people turn to crime to afford these habits, mm. um, and also, you know, uh, the family home can, you know, can improve. Definitely. So, from that standpoint, I, I part of me does think it could be the the government trying to help um, a population, a population who can't afford it. As you said, there some people that's a kind of daily mm. wage or even less than that. You know, a hundred pound is quite a lot yeah, of money yeah. I mean, uh, to be yeah. throwing. If you can afford, but the problem is, you know, you you don't really see uh, Mr. Johnson, who's a successful lawyer, popping into Paddy Power after no, work to no. to play on a fob machine or sticking a bet on a horse because for one, he doesn't need it. For two, you know, 
even if he does enjoy that rush, he might go to uh, a higher a higher betting establishment like a casino, well, high this, stakes. This is what I was going to say. I mean, because um, they're different forms of gambling. I yeah. feel that these Kilburn High Road, for example, this is for your poor builder who works on site. You know, who who doesn't earn. Not as as an example, you know, like a yeah, labourer who doesn't earn a lot of money, but they want to make some more money. But they make... want to make some more money, and, and you know they've got this addiction. They're going there every day because they want that hope, they want that thrill, they want that rush. That's for the, these kind of people. Then you have different kind of yeah. levels of gambling. I and suppose. And you see the kind of the James Bond casino. They're going Having in a with a tuxedo. Oh, yeah, you know. yeah, um, yeah. So for the libertarian argument, the government don't tell me what to do. I'm a grown adult. I don't know how much this argument stands for this case mm. because if they were trying to ban all gambling, I would be very much against it. I would be like, how dare you tell hard people? To... But this, the especially in these these machines, these mm. I think they're like the crack cocaine. I think they're straight poison because there's not people lose thousands per thousands. session, thousands, and that's genuine. People have gone out and done research yeah. and gathered data. And worked out how much money people are losing. And as I said a minute ago, these ain't people who can afford it. These are people no. who want that hope and want that thrill. They can't afford to lose thousands of pounds per session. But it's also, I think, it, pay, it plays on very much base psychological instincts. So flashing lights, flashing lights. Oh, press button now, press button now. Yeah. All these kind of... So what it does is it builds up excitement. Yeah. So people say, oh, yes, this is um, you know, very good. And then I think it's almost like a trance. And next thing you know, you go, whoa, I've lost you know if it's a hundred pounds of spin a uh, hundred uh, pounds for 20 seconds you come away from 30 minutes and you've wrecked your you've you've wrecked your life if you're from a low mm-hmm. if or if you if you're just 18 you're starting mm-hmm. gambling this we forget about young yeah, gamblers yeah. but i mean if it's two pounds 30 minutes the difference i don't want to have to do it i'll go ask my mum yeah, some cash you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. if you're a hundred quid of spot and you know yeah. Well, I mean, that it's funny you mention that because, again, back to my friend who used to work in Paddy Power, he said there were so many sad cases of a group of boys would come in. Yeah. Uh, let's say there was a football game on. They'd put bets and they'd start coming in every week yeah. to put you know, an accumulator on, yeah. try and win a bit of money. As time went on, let's say two years passed, if there was five of them at the start, there was about yeah. two coming in now. Yeah. And then before you know it, there's a guy that comes in every yeah, single day. day. Waiting for it to waiting open. Waiting for it to open. Uh, because, mate, the worst thing to do, and I've heard this from many, many people who've gambled. Yeah, uh, this is the age of rule. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you win when one of your first bets, say you win, say you stick a tenner on, you win £100, 10 to 1 bet. That is the worst thing that can happen because then you're going to be chasing that yeah. for the next few years. And you're going to be like, why am I, that first time I won so much money. And then you're going to win. Occasionally, there'll be a little bit chucked in. You'll be like, oh my God, I won. Yeah. But after 20 yeah. previous times of losing shit tons of money, but it's that hope. I thought you were going to say, don't chase, uh, don't chase bad money with good money. Trying to yes. repay their losses. But, yes, yes. You know, um, but I mean, look, the age old cliche saying is there's only one winner. winner. And that is the bookies. always, and, it, and it's the casinos, whatever you're betting but, on, there's only one winner. All you're doing. The thing is, they are so. So I've got another friend. Right, I've yep. got a lot of friends yeah. involved in it. But he, he's, he's very smart. He's done, you know, uh, economics, master's degree, mm-hmm. Trinity Dublin, works over in uh, Dublin at the moment. Very smart um, guy. Smart bloke. He got offered a job at Paddy Power Ooh. in the offices, the head offices, someone who works out what bets they're going to put on. Ooh. The point I'm trying to make is these blokes are extremely, extremely yeah. clever. Yeah. If you 
the equivalent of kind of brain surgeons when it comes to yeah, math- yeah, mathematics yeah, yeah. and working out different you know probabilities and fractions and what time to do that and it's a how how best how to, to make them lose. It is it's it's such an intricate formula. Mm. So everybody, so you see Salah to score first against yeah. you know Real Madrid, let's say in Champions League final. They've worked that out to the last detail. Yeah, what are yeah. the they, and they've got formulas. They've, they've probably got, got formulas. specific formulas. They sit there with huge blackboards, yeah. equations. Yeah. The the that. mind, the Russell Crowe. Yeah. And the reason Paddy Power, for example, hire these people is because they know that they're going to win because these people are too clever for people like us who yeah. who wouldn't know how to do these fucking formulas and how to work these things out. And some but people can not, beat the system because if, you're if, if you're like if if you're Rain Man, yeah, for example, and you yeah. can work out. Uh, the chances of you winning a bet, then you can beat the system, but that's one in but, every billion persons. But you're not thinking like a gambler. Mm. There's the romantic notion. It's like in, um, you know, uh, I think it's Ocean's Eleven, where he's like, you know, they say the casino, casino always wins. It's like, till that perfect hand comes, and then you bet big, and you take mm. it all back. And that in every heart of the gambler, there's the kind of idea of, you know, it's me against it. Mm. But also... Um, I think what we we haven't touched on so far is um, in England we have the smaller arcades they do kind of penny waterfall machines yeah. all this stuff and actually they have machines in these arcades which under 18 year olds can go to and you can gamble on a machine and you can win a jackpot of five pounds mm. so and we're one of the fir- bad, we're one of the only bad. countries kind of in Europe and I think the world where we let you know, juniors or younger adults gamble. It's almost like those fake cigarettes when you were a kid. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. You pretend to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. It's almost like that. It's ingraining yeah. it into your head. Exactly. And then you go for a, you know, for a kind of 12-year-old, five is a lot of money. Interesting. So it's... I it's, didn't know that. It's a very yeah, good point. No. So... Because you can normally see them as you walk around London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do... Um, I'm just going to put it out there... Why is the uh, the working class kind of uh, your your average working class bloke? Why is he almost synonymous with gambling? You know, you know, always go hand in hand. You know, I mean, it's, it, it it's likes going down the pub, likes to have a kebab, but, likes to pop a bet on. Like, why are they so kind of uh, closely kind of looped and linked in? So, I mean, and this is no new thing. I think they, you know, ever since the Romans and stuff, mm. you know, it, it's time immemorial. People, you know, gambling and society have gone along. Why, why does someone, you know, the working class uh, want to do it? I think it's just, I don't know if it's a case of, there's a saying, most men leave li- lead lives of quiet desperation. They want the buzz. They want to, mm. they don't want to be, you know, just that. They don't want to be stuck. They don't want to be seen as still the loser of society. Yeah. It, you you know, you win big. You're a winner. And you, you've and gone against the odds. And on the face of it, you have you have the control of it as well. You can control if you win money or not. You but know, maybe it's, it's the one thing in life you can control, even though, as we discussed yeah, there, you're against this machine, even, but you can, yeah. you know, decide like your fate. We were saying, you know, everyone knows the casino always wins. Yeah. But, they, but they're very clever with the casinos. There's always the fraction. Mm. You, you know, there's always the chance the that you could the slight glimmer that you might actually crack through. Yeah. You know, what's it? The, yeah, you crack through, get a little pass into heaven before yeah. the devil knows you're dead, and then you you get your money, and then it's you're like the out Truman of, Show when he's escaping. Yeah, can escape I mean that's this. what I think. I think I think it is a form of escapism. Escapism, and, of of course it is. Of course it is. You know, um, I just don't. 
Look, I'm not anti. I think it sounds like I'm very anti-gambling. Just for me, Percy, it's a personal thing. I don't enjoy gambling. I don't frown upon it. Too. What I do frown upon is um, the manipulation yeah, yeah. and the preying on, to a certain extent, the weaker in society. But I have to say, the idea of gambling, it is fun. You know, yeah. it is fun. So I'm not completely anti-gambling. I just but think if they stop it, shoving it in my face, saying it only takes two clicks to put this bet on, do this, do that, and yeah. all smiley, just be honest about it. And and then of course at the end they have this really weak kind of please gamble when responsibly. The fun stops, when stop. the funds are it's like fuck off, like that's not yeah. going to affect anyone. If you really actually want to yeah. try and contain this, I would call it a, a gambling epidemic it amongst is. young, especially young people now with social media and uh, technology. At least try and put in some some effort to stop. You know, this been, spread of addiction. It's never been easier to gamble. It's and so I think too with easy. Instagram and stuff, what we can see is people leading these fantastic lives. Yeah. And these fantastic lives more often than not revolve around wealth, having yeah. a certain aspect yeah. of wealth. So more than ever, people would go, I'd do desperate things to lead mm. that lifestyle because my lifestyle's rubbish. But it's all a fugazi, you know? though. It's it is. all a fugazi. It it's um, all bollocks. Those people are probably the most depressed in the world. I think, and it would be a, a nice link here as well. I think um, if we're talking about preying upon, yeah, we we it, we've also got to bring up on the high street. You've got the the kind of um, cash, oh, you know, the yeah. cash loans, Wonga. the Wonga and things. So, and they're advertised, and so they'll give you pay. You know, your paycheck's not coming, but you need an extra cash. So you go, okay, they say we can lend up to 100 quid. So you go, oh, brilliant. And they take it out, and the stories about the what how it ruins people's lives, just a £100 yeah, quid, yeah. you know, £100 loan, you could pick up an extra shift yeah. on a Saturday and make the same amount of money. Um, and you look on the advert, and the APR is something like 1,200%. Yeah, so they have to pay, you know... Through the nose, and also the I mean, amount of money, and they know full well that people getting these loans won't have a clue what one point or whatever no. you said the interest and, rate and was. What they say normally always happens is these people have no choice; they have to go to extended family members. Whereas initially, if you had, uh, um, you, you know, people are very proud; they don't want to go and say, "Hey, Tom, could you possibly yeah. loan me a hundred pounds? Yeah. I'm in a bit of trouble." In and you'd say to me, "Absolutely, mate. Here, here you go. Fine." Um. But they they don't, and so once it's and now I've got to pay one thousand two hundred pound yeah. back with for the interest, and I say it is, it's depressing. Tom, and then more often than not, they still have to go to the family and go. Yeah. But now it's like Tom, can I borrow one thousand two hundred pounds? Yeah, You're going to be like, yeah, yeah. oh no, oh lordy lordy. No. So it's mm. yeah, I think. It's preying upon. It is preying upon the week. I, th- I think we both agree here, and I don't think you know. Normally, we like to look at both sides of it, but in this case, I'm not. I, I can only defend the gambling industry a certain amount, and that I, is I very, think very, we've very seen little. Both sides, and I think just just how they um, seen this, the crack cocaine of fob. So, so like I've just done the a little bit of mental math here, and uh, you know, if you if you're not paying attention, really, you've come off work and you 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 gamble on these fob machines. A uh, hundred pounds, twenty second spin, and half an hour you can lose, you know, nine grand. Mm. Yeah, that is insane. Monument- insane. That's Monumental. Monumental. People can't afford to be losing that. Just, just follow up. We're going to wrap up now. Um, so, you know, is it a good thing that they've reduced these the full machines from a hundred pound to two pound? I have to say yes. I, I'm. I think we're both in agreement. It's a good thing. It would be very nice to think the government are doing this for the right reasons. Almost like putting horrible graphic pictures mm. on smoking packets to kind of uh, prevent people from taking up the dirty habit. So, you know, we don't know, but I just yeah. hope that would be the case. Yeah, so I think, and also what I said earlier, the 
the companies tried to fire back by showing altruism. So we said, they say that 21,000 jobs could be cut. And they did, yeah, they fired, yeah, so true, they fired they back with fired that. Back. But I think they say that, but I'm like, how many lives, and mm. not just a singular person of problem gamble, we said half a million, but also their families, yeah. how much will they yeah. be affected? And they say 5,000 shops will close. Maybe that will be the 5,000 shops, yeah. the 4,000 shops in the lower socioeconomic area. Mm. So they're no longer preying on the poor. So yeah. is it necessarily a bad thing? I mean, the temptation will still be there. They make it more than obvious with the apps mm. and stuff like this. But it's just not in your face there. Yeah, completely. 100%. All right, Ross, it's been a pleasure as always in this episode of Fake News. Yep. And we'll, guys, we'll be back next week. I'm off to Barcelona, Ross. Yep, I'm off to get my tan on. So we've got uh, our Facebook page. Um, please check it out. And, uh, you know, please uh, link any co- uh, you want us to cover any subjects. Please just leave a comment. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you soon.